What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Jeremy Scott Fitness Podcast and Radio Show. Coming to you on a Tuesday here with a real quick podcast called Own Your Flaws. I'm going to kick it off with a quote from my man Stephen Hawking here that I think kind of encompasses the direction I'm going to go with this. And I quote, one of the basic rules of the universe is that nothing is perfect. Perfection simply doesn't exist. Without imperfection, neither you nor I would exist. And I believe that to be 100% true. Because I say this all the time in different podcasts and in my book, um, I'm perfectly fucked up, you guys. And at this point, I've accepted the things that I suck at and the flaws that I have, and I own them 100%. I know who I am, and I know who I'm not. I have enough self-awareness to put myself in a position to be successful, and I don't put myself in a place that's going to drag me down or make me feel bad about the things that I'm not great at. And you guys have to understand that as well. If you take anything away from this podcast, let it be this, is that we're all messed up. All of us. Not a single one of us is perfect. And that's the blueprint of life. That's a blueprint of humans. The true beauty is in the flaws. We have to embrace the fact that we're flawed and that you guys are flawed just like me and all of us are for that matter. And no matter how perfect I try to be or as cool as I try to be, if I, you know, I think of it this way. I try to be like Matthew McConaughey, like in the Lincoln commercials. Like he's so cool, he gets in his Lincoln with his like black suit and it's at night and he just leaves his mansion and he's just driving like down the coast and he just looks so dope. No matter how hard I try to be that cool, I still look like a complete nerd and a dork driving my Honda to work each day. So you have to know that deep down we can't be perfect. But with the world of Facebook and Instagram and people sharing their life stories, how often do you guys compare your lives to somebody else? How often are you comparing your life to their highlight reel and their photos and videos? How often do you compare yourself to their clothes, what they wear, their body, what shape it's in, you know, their legs, their butt, their arms, their abs, the car they drive, the house they live in, the trips they take, the relationships that they're having? Perfect is fake. Even on Instagram, trust me on that. And the reason I share that with you is because my wife and I might see things like she'll see like remember like when Channing Tatum got divorced. And she sees it come on the screen. She's like, oh my God, that's so sad. They seem so perfect. And I'm like, Heather, I love you, but you sound like a crazy person. We don't know Channing Tatum and his wife. We never hung out with them. How do we know what their life was like? How do we know? We only saw snippets and snapshots. And, you know, whether they put on a front or not, I will never know. But we're only seeing what they're showing us. We're not going to see the real, because people don't share the real shit like that. And I'm not saying that they should. That's why it becomes like a, a, a bombshell or a shock when we see people break up who we thought living like this seamlessly perfect life. But we have to know it's not perfect. And again, the reason I share that because at my house it's not perfect either. My wife and I argue just like everybody else about stupid shit. You know, whose turn is to do the dishes or who, you know, left clothes on the floor. Or my wife will catfish me a lot, like with uh, everything, food to probiotics, for example. Like the other day, there's probiotics in her refrigerator. She took the last one, then put the jar back in the fridge. And catfished me. So I went in there at night to take my probiotics and there was nothing in there. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, why would you do that? Like, just communicate with me. And then we'll start an argument for about five minutes. And we'll say a bunch of shit that, you know, we didn't need to say to each other. And that will go on in our life. And we don't share those things with the outside world. But again, here's how we argue at our house, first of all. When we argue, guys, it's about 30 minutes or less. Uh, We get to the, the, the point of it. We talk about what I could do better, what she could do better. We'll come to a resolution. And we might argue about the same thing 77 times. But the 78th time, we'll, we'll finally figure it the fuck out and move on. And we all do that. But we're not going to share that on Instagram. And we do the same thing when we're on trips. We might be taking this a beautiful trip. Like, I can't remember the last place this happened. I know it wasn't Amalfi, but I use it as an example. We went to the Amalfi Coast together. And we could be like, you know, 
in Positano about to take this beautiful photo, but we're arguing, you know, because she doesn't like my outfit because it doesn't match hers, or she's acting, you know, like an asshole and doesn't have enough gratitude for being at the place, or whatever we're fighting about, it's something that where we're we're arguing back and forth because she's right and I'm wrong, or I'm right and she's wrong, whatever it is, but yet we have to stop a tourist and take this beautiful photo of us smiling and being happy because we're at this place we might never come back to it, but yet... All you guys see is, oh my God, they're taking this trip. I so want to take it. And they look, you know, so healthy and happy and having fun. It's amazing. But yet they were arguing 10 minutes before that. And that's why I tell you guys, Instagram and Facebook and the world that you see is not real and it's not perfect. I'm not perfect. My wife's not perfect. Our relationship is not perfect. We are far from it. We are flawed. And that's okay. Because we know perfect is boring. We know perfect is not real. We know perfect does not exist. And that's why I share with you guys my stories from my life, my body, my career, my relationships. On any level, I'm completely fucked up and they're messed up. I'm as messed up as they come, you guys, inside and out. But my flaws are what make me unique, are what make me who I am. The flaws make us exciting. The flaws make us grow. The flaws make us frustrating humans, but they also make us fun. The flaws also make us real and they keep us real. So I would ask you guys to do as you head into this week is just own your flaws. Embrace how weird, messed up, and strange you really are deep down because we're all that way. It's And here's the thing. Nobody cares, you guys. Nobody's concerned with how perfect you're trying to be. If you've ever been in like a speech class or like an, even in a work meeting and someone's giving a speech or they're giving like a presentation at work on some, some boring-ass TPS reports on some PowerPoint bullshit, you don't care what they're talking about. But yet when they pull people sometimes, they'll do like a poll of like 100 people and they're asked what their biggest fear is. And sometimes they'll say public speaking is number one and death is number two. I'll say it again because that sounds crazy. They'll pull people like a random poll and they'll say, you know, my number one fear is public speaking and my second fear is dying. So they're more scared to talk in public than they are of dying, which is ridiculously crazy to me because they're so worried about what people are going to say and going to judge them. Oh, I sound stupid or I look stupid or I'm dumb and they'll make fun of me and they'll laugh at me and I'll be embarrassed. That's a character flaw, you guys. And I promise you, almost nobody cares when you're public speaking. Unless you're an amazing speaker, I might listen to you. But for the most part, if I was ever at a, in, in college course, for sure, I was probably half asleep. And if it's in like a legit work meeting and it's not exciting, I don't really care what you're saying. I'm just counting down the minutes till I can get to go home. So I promise you this, we're so wrapped up in, in, in thinking that you know the world is judging us on our imperfections. In 2018, you guys were the busiest we've ever been. We're more inundated with work and technology and travel and things going on that we really are just... We're focused on our own shit. I could really care less about you guys and your imperfections. And again, I appreciate them for what they are. That's why, again, I'll tie this into you know, even my own imperfections. You know, uh, my OCD at a level that you guys probably, you know, will never under, understand how bad it really is. My wife gets to see it on a different level, but I've taken it and I've turned it into a strength. I've taken my obsessive compulsive disorder and I've gotten this kind of laser focus with, in terms of health and fitness and writing and podcasts or whatever my, my jam may be. And I'll do a repetitive almost to the point of where it'll drive her nuts, but... It's also allowed me to get a lot of shit done in a short amount of time. Same thing, I'm an introvert by nature. I don't like crowds, but yet I've somehow managed to make my life be 100% social in terms of coaching groups and public speaking and doing events and these fun things. No, it might not naturally be what I'm great at. And there's certain things that I really do suck at, but I can do them in context and I can own those flaws and I can do them in a way that allow me to still be successful. And hopefully that makes sense to you guys when I break it down that way. And the reason I tell you not to be worried about, you know, being perfect and just owning who you are, if we were all judged, you guys, just on the the five best snapshots of our life, 
everybody would love us and we'd be perfect. And David Jack did this in a mandatory minute. If you judge me on my five greatest moments ever, you'd think I was basically like fucking Gandhi. And I'm far from it, you guys. I was an asshole for, for a huge part of my life. It's, it's only these last probably 10 or 12 years I focused on being a really, really, really nice person. Um, not that I was trying to be mean to people. I just, I had a chip on my shoulder, um, a lot of shit that, you know, I thought the world was against me, you know, whether it's because I grew up, you know, socio, financially, economically in a certain setting, my family setting, whatever it may be. I just thought that the world had fucked me over and I, and I had a different mentality than I do now. And it took me a long time to get over that. And the minute that I stopped caring about what people thought about me and my life and how I lived it and my success and my job title and I stopped seeking outside validation from other people and their thoughts was the minute I became the most successful fucking version of myself ever. I made more money. I got to work with more people and do more dope shit and it hasn't stopped since. And I would urge you guys to do the same thing if you can, if you're worried about trying to be perfect and living up to the expectations of your parents or your friends or your family, whoever the fuck it is. It is not worth it. On the same note... If you judged me at some point in my life by the five snapshots of my five worst moments, me at 16, me at 21, me at 24, maybe even last week in an argument, you'd be like, what an asshole this guy is. What a jerk. That's why I'm not a huge fan of like first impressions um, because there's people I've met you guys for the first time who I thought were complete just assholes. And then the seventh time I met him, I'm like, you know what? I like so-and-so. They're actually really cool and really awesome. And on the same note, there's people who have catfished the shit out of me who I've met the first time and they end up being one of the worst humans of all time. And so that's why we can't just compare our lives to people's five best moments or their five worst moments. And we can't be critical of ourselves for the four things that we're not good at, but then be overly you know, confident in the four things we're amazing at. We have to own all our flaws for what they are. So I'd urge you guys, if you're out there trying to be perfect and, and be somebody you're not, just stop living a lie. I'd rather have you live your life being yourself Especially me. I live my life being myself. I know I have some obsessive, intense, compulsive personalities, uh, you know, traits that uh, might not be ideal, but I'd rather live my life being myself than, than live it being a false version of a person I'm supposed to be. Because in the real world, it's never going to get to know who I am and, and get to see all my gifts and what I have to offer. So I hope you guys can take solace in that. Any other questions you guys have, hit me up. Anything you want to hear in the podcast, let me know. But again, I would just urge you to own your flaws for what they are. Um, they're uniquely yours and they make you a special person. And uh, if you're trying to be somebody you're not, you can never really give the world your gift. And that gift is you. And there's a lot of awesome, cool, dope shit you have inside you. Um, but it gets suppressed by you trying to put in a front or try to be perfect. And there's a lot of pressure and stress in that. And the minute you can let it go, it's the most freeing fucking feeling on earth. I'm living it every single day. It's how I can be this motivating and this inspired and this driven uh, to do this and live this life. So anything else you guys want to hear, hit me up. Let me know if you dig the podcast, drop us a review or a comment. I'd love to hear it. Um, And until next time, eat well, train hard, be nice to people, own your flaws, and please keep doing shit you love with people you enjoy. Your life is too short not to. You guys have an amazing rest of your Tuesday. Peace.